6.30 for breakfast catch-up on Triple M. Retro Reviews with John. John from Grass Valley this morning. We are heading on back to 1980 because born on this date, May the 3rd, back in 1933, the godfather of soul, Mr. James Brown, was born on this date. But in 1980, we had the film that, of course, he plays a, a huge part in, The Blues Brothers, one of your absolute favourites, John. Good morning, Verity. You could say that, judging by the amount of times I've seen it. You, now, whoever's been under a rock and hasn't seen this film, the basic story is Jake is released from prison um, and he's reunited with his brother Elwood and they're collectively known as the Blues Brothers. So the guys get their old band together so they can earn five grand needed in, to pay the back taxes to prevent their, uh, the orphanage that they grew up in from being closed. And along the way, they make a few enemies, like the police, a bunch of neo-Nazis, and a country and western band as well. And the brothers truly face dawning odds to see if they can deliver the money on time. Well, me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Great cast, John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd, John Landis, John Candy, Carrie Fisher. Musically, you've got Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, the great Cab Calloway, and of course, Mr. James Brown. It doesn't get much better than that. John, you actually have a, a strong affiliation with it also because of a, a time when, when you were actually in the Navy and it just played for how long? Three months. Three months worth. We were on the, I was on the Perth and we went on a three-month deployment and we used to have videos on a, in our broadcasting system and someone forgot to bring the videos and one sailor stuck in his hand up and he had a copy of the Blues Brothers. So I pretty much played 24-7 for three months throughout the messes. <laughs> And no one, I don't think anyone asked to turn it off. And we all say the lines in the mess and stuff, so I still do it to this day. But it's one of these films where you just get more and more out of it. And you also have Elwood Blues in your, in your den. Danger room, yeah, yeah. yeah. His hat was signed by Dan Aykroyd, and he's just one of the costumes I've got to go with pictures and themes of films or TV. And uh, so a few interesting points about this film. It, there, were, there were a grand total of 103 cars wrecked. Now, that record stood... Right up until the Matrix Reloaded, and they trashed 300 plus in that. So it's just, and the and the car chase scenes, especially the ones above the um, elevated train and through the shopping mall, all had to be reshot because of safety reasons. Originally, they got rid of all the pedestrians out of the way, and then when they looked at the rushes, they realised it looked really fake. And of course, not only didn't have CGI then, so they strategically placed stuntmen and reshot the whole lot again. It was way over budget. It only had a 17 million budget. That was gone by about halfway. Although Dan Aykroyd said cocaine was part of the budget as well. So everyone was pretty happy on the filming of it. Great lines, delivery, comedy, and the the music is just awesome. The, The soundtrack is just, you can listen to it all the time. And the choreography, the dance scenes are amazing. And well, get something out of it. for those who've, who've never watched it before, let alone again, hopefully we'll give it a chance after hearing a bit of hype about it this morning with you, John, and uh, you know, get it out from their local video video store. And if they have seen it, hopefully give it uh, give it a bit of a birthday and, and a reprise because a yeah, an awesome film. And thank you so much for sharing a couple minutes with me to talk about it this morning. Thank you, Verity. You have a great day. Verity for breakfast. breakfast. Triple M. Triple M. Triple M. Around the central wheat belt in Avon Valley and the Commonwealth Bank has confirmed 
that it lost the historical financial statements of almost 20 million accounts. Good grief. But insists that customers' information has not been compromised. So take that uh, breath of relief if you do happen to be a Commonwealth Bank customer. The statements containing names, addresses, account numbers and transaction details from 2000 to 2016 were stored on two magnetic tapes which uh, were subsequently lost by a subcontractor last year. Not ideal. As a precaution, though, the bank said that it had been monitoring 19.8 million accounts involved and had so far found no evidence of customer harm or suspicious account activity. The bank never alerted its customers to the potentially massive privacy breach and has only just gone publicly with it. But when it did happen, they did uh, tell the authorities or people that they have to have to tell but it seems to me like might be a little bit blown out of proportion this morning just the fact that they didn't disclose it to the public because they disclosed it to the the higher-ups and and regulators nothing has happened as a result at the moment at least anyway if you're a commonwealth bank customer love to hear from you your thoughts are you scared are you worried are you think oh this is just just another bit of propaganda news, 13 27 10 here in the studio. Otherwise, you can always post or message to our Central Wheatbelt and Avon Valley Facebook pages. Verity for breakfast. breakfast. Triple M. Triple M. I've got Willie Regan on the line with me from RSM Business Local. We have got some wonderful workshops coming our way, but before I get into talking to you about them, tell us a little bit about your role in, in helping local business owners and, and small business as well throughout the region in, in business advising. Sure. Good morning, Verity, and thank you for having me on. So with RSM Business Local, we assist business startups. Um, so if they need to do a business plan because they need to obtain finance, we can you know, take them through the steps on how to do that. Someone wants to do a marketing plan, registering their business and they don't know what to do. There's just so much that we can do and it's all free. But we also assist people who are established as well. So someone who might be looking at maybe taking on staff but just don't know the avenue to go to, to do that or if someone's looking at expanding their business to another town or something like that. So more than happy to help out in any way. Wonderful. And There's a lot involved, isn't there? <laughs> it is, it is. And it's not just um, open the doors and away you go. There's a lot of things you need to do behind the scenes before you get your, your business up and running. And and one of those things is maybe taking into account the role that uh, social media plays in, in the online realm. And you're actually hosting a couple of workshops coming on up in looking yeah. at digital marketing? Yes, that's correct. So next Wednesday in York at the CRC at 5.30, I'll be holding a digital marketing essentials workshop. And this one also I'll be doing in Muckenbooden. 16th of May, yep. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> at the CRC there. Yes, so I'll be doing both. It's the same workshop. And what it is, it's to explain to people the digital marketing platforms that are out there and that they can help their business. So one person might be able to do really well on Facebook but Instagram might not be there for them. So it's different sorts out there for them and they've just got to you know, have a play around and figure out what's going to work for their business. Beautiful. Well, if people want to attend either of these workshops and find out a bit more about it, how do they go in about booking? Okay, so bookings are essential. You need to RSVP. So the best way to do that is my mobile, 0439 634 566. 
or you can ring the RSM offices in Meriden or Northam and then they'll, they, they'll be able to put you through to me as well. To the right direction, too easy. Thanks so much for a quick couple minutes of your time this morning, Willie, and I'm sure some of our listeners of Triple M will, will head along to these workshops and they are free, so get on in and book that, guys. And, yeah, free workshops on digital marketing. I'm sure a lot of our business owners will, uh, will take advantage of it. Beautiful. Thank you, Verity. Verity for breakfast. Feeling back history. You do now confirm. I'm pleased to tell you today that the landing of the adjustment. Oh, it's just tremendous. Under the lino. What happened on this date in years gone by, the 3rd of May? If you were to be sitting around the kitchen table opening up a copy of The New Mercury from 1977, that used to circulate around Bruce Rock, Narrabeen, Mangaran, Muck and Boudin, Southern Cross, Calabaran. All the traps. If you would be opening up the paper this morning, you would have read in the section called Let's Face It about a vet called Darren Bainham and his new wife, Jenny, who had a great start to their married life in this wonderful big pig-producing area. It appears that they were half an hour late for their wedding and had a porker in the boot of their car, which stank up like high heaven, apparently. Gotta love the, <laughs> the writing of some of these old publications. And if that wasn't enough, they spent their wedding night in the Sheraton, wondering if the pig was still in the boot. But not game to have a look in the middle of the night. Yeah, look, I wouldn't be game either. Also on this date, 1840, New Zealand was officially declared as a British co- uh, colony on this date. Also, 1978, the 3rd of May, the first ever spam email was sent. Ah, oh, what a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful thing to recognise. Only so much more since then. Here's a truly a wonderful thing, though. 1975, on this date, the Bay City Rollers, they started a three-week run at number one on the UK charts with this one. Their second album. Once Upon a Star. There you go. That is your Under the Lino for this Thursday morning.